0: Welcome to this show of Mirror Wisdom Reflected, a very apt time that we have. The topic is today is a very important one. As you know, that Mirror Wisdom Reflected was an interesting subject that we chose because here people have highly opinionated. They have the WhatsApp industry giving them what is going on in this world. The news media, which makes you hear what they want you to hear, not the truth. So here, what we are planning to do in this mirror wisdom reflected is I act as a mirror to get the wisdom reflected from intelligent people, from celebrities, from other people who know their job and who will spread the truth, not the lies. Not wearing a mask, corona not existing, all those lies which were spread, you know, WHO was involved in so many things. It has been proved that unfortunately, major agencies, major news media have done things during this corona episode to suit their own self and we have had overwhelming news and information which was not correct not right at any point of time and which is why we want to get reflected what is going on where are we where are we headed from here and what was this chinese dragon about so welcome to this episode on corona 2. i remember being young and seeing the great movie return of the dragon bruce lee and what a movie it was and we still remember those words very well It's being reflected here that unfortunately we are seeing what we are seeing now of the return of the dragon. The yin and yang which is reflected so beautifully. Just when we thought that everything was fine, I remember in 2020, early March, when Italy was undergoing problems, US, Europe was undergoing problems, India was very safe. We were in that white zone when that speck of yin and yang, that black spot started and the virus started spreading. Then we were the black part where we got everything around and we saw Europe enjoying themselves. The English prime minister, the UK prime, the the uh, treasury minister said that, please go and eat outside. 50%, the state will play. Now what they were trying to do is to boost the economy because Corona had died down, they apparently thought. The epidemiologist also might have warned the government, but nobody listened. And then you had a huge wave coming there. We were bad at that time, they were good. They always preceded. history was preceding us. But we never saw what was written down right there. We knew that it might be coming, but we chose to neglect it. And then our wave after September the 18th, when we had the highest number of cases, our wave started going down. And we were winning. And everybody said, India's have Panipuri and Sevpuri and the water that we eat. And our immune system is so very great. Our people are extremely reluctant. We have had mass uh, amount of immunity over here herd immunity has set in and whatever kind of theories propagated history was there cnn bbc you saw tire 5 lockdown in in london and united kingdom for two to three months they said no moving out no nothing you think they were kidding they had very great information they had started the vaccination drive from one side and they stopped movement of people but economy should not die. So they have work from home and everything was going on. Only essentials. People also took responsibility. And now they are coming to the state there. And yesterday, their health minister has said that possibly Corona in the next few months after vaccination drive is over across the country. And after the lockdown, there will be no lockdowns. This is where we have to head towards. This is what we need to do. I remember in 2020, we sh- we went from 8,000 cases to 9,000. 8,000 in 100 days and unfortunately right now in the past one month from 8,000 we have gone to 100,000 cases in less than 50 days 16 September 1260 lives were lost we have lesser number of lives being lost this time we, we thought that the elderly the comorbid patients and the others were responsible and they were the ones who are highly probable of getting problems the immunocompromised people The younger was a safe crowd, they could move around and everything. But now, in the second wave, we have seen that people with the age group of 18 to 45 are the ones affected. Earlier, Dharavi and all the slums were responsible, they were thought. And there was a lot of uh, and cry about it. But then now, all the high risers are responsible. And South Bombay, North Bombay, every possible angle that we have had. Even people who got vaccinated have got this the second time around. The virus is very smart. It learns to mutate itself. It learns to survive. It wants to survive. You know, the Charles Darwin theory of survival. The virus is smarter than us. Remember that. You know, like the thief, the underworld is smarter always than the police. They always, they are one step ahead because they have to beat the police. The crime has to do that. The virus is that smart for us. And we have still remained the same. We let our guards loose. We did not want to wear our mask. We did not want to believe that it is going to come back again with vengeance. When it has come back with vengeance, And to find out where we stand and what is going on right now, how are we going to face it? Is this going to be there for the rest of our life? Yes, let me make it from a medical standpoint. Coronavirus is not going to dry. It's going to be there as a part of our life in the future also. Like the herpes virus, the rubella virus, the flu virus, the H1N1 and every which way. But to answer some very important questions, I had to drag Dr. Tushar Shah out of his busy schedule. Most people know him, excellent physician, a brilliant human and actually a humane person. I know how many people he has treated free of charge during Corona times on telephone. Even now, while I'm talking, he's managing a few patients. You know, we really had to drag him out of the hospital. This man is multifaceted, extremely intelligent, sharp. He's been one of the best teachers of medicine. He taught undergraduate students. He can understand many languages. And of course you also seen him in a different Swarup altogether. You know, a humorist that he is. He's phenomenally good at his humor and the timings. He's on a national stage for that also. We will get some humor out despite the corona. So we'll have two Dr. Tushar, you know, duplicate, a Gemini. We'll have Dr. Tushar, Shah, the serious guy, who's gonna to talk to us on COVID. And we'll have some more dialogues and some Shiris Tushar. We promise to have that as the show goes on. That's what's going on. Tushar, welcome to the show and thanks for being there with us.
1: Thank you, Mahshud. Thank you so much for calling me.
0: Tushar, tell me where are we? How bad are we and where are we at this point in time?
1: Um, The second wave, as we call it, is due to uh, a mutation and uh, the viruses are uh, what are called variants. And these mutations have caused the variants to do three things at least. One, they are more infective, so it spreads faster. Second, they are more virulent, so the disease is more severe. That is now established. And third, it is affecting younger people in a worse manner. So all these three are established facts uh, based on experiences all over Maharashtra and especially in Mumbai. Uh, So we are in uh, troubled times. There is no question about that. And uh, as you ask me questions, I will try to tell people what they can do to kind of safeguard themselves, I must tell you that it is extremely difficult to safeguard yourself unless you are very, very careful, plus you are vaccinated. So yeah, that is the deal. Let me let me have some specifics if you like, if you like,
0: mute. Tushar, this is a highly infectious round this time around, you know, a lot of people are getting infected, families and families are getting infected. Tell me how bad is it? a mutant or is it the original COVID nineteen that we are talking about?
1: So this is a mutant. This is a mutant. Obviously, uh, the the reason why we believe we believe it is mutant is it is behaving differently that I just said, but also because it is affecting people who have had COVID in the recent past. It is affecting people who have had two doses of vaccine, and they are fifteen days after two doses of vaccine, they still are getting the infection. It can be said that those who have taken the vaccine may be mildly affected. They may not get the severe disease that many get. But we still don't know that because we are now seeing more and more reinfections after past COVID infection and infections after current vaccination is completed. So yeah, we are definitely looking at mutants. We have not named this mutant. Some people call it the double mutant. But we have not named it like the Brazilian mutant or the South African or the UK mutant, mutant variant. Not The word correct word is variant. Uh, so, I think they will give it some name here. Uh, like the Mumbai variant or the Maharashtra variant.
0: Tushar, are you hinting that your vaccine which you have may not protect you against this mutant? Is that what you are hinting at?
1: Absolutely, yes. The, the protection is incomplete we have seen that the AstraZeneca virus uh, vaccine is much less effective against the South African variant. That has been proven, Uh, Brazilian variant, it is less effective than the UK variant. So the efficacy of the AstraZeneca vaccine, that is, Covishield decreases from the normal virus, what, what we call the wild virus, which was originally from China. It decreases to the UK variant, decreases further to the uh, Brazilian variant and is the least for the South African variant. We do not have data for the current Indian variant and we will have data soon. We do not um, do as much genomic sequencing as say UK does. And that uh, that will increase. I'm sure the government is going to try to increase the genomic sequencing. And then, then we will know more about the variant.
0: Uh, friends, there is YouTube has banned the chat scenario. We are streaming live, but unfortunately, I cannot get your questions. Feel free to WhatsApp me your questions. I will ask those questions to Tushar. You can WhatsApp me live and then we will ask questions to Tushar. YouTube has banned this at this point in time, Tushar. So, having said that now, vaccine, since we are talking of vaccine, let me come to that again. Very, very important point that you are mentioning Estra, You know, the, the amount of thrombotic mechanisms which we saw recently and finally two days back, It has come out that uh, the government also has, you know, we took it as isolated incidents of thrombotic phenomena, some strokes, some heart attacks and whatever. I'm not trying to dissuade the crowd that vaccine is not good. Vaccine must be taken. Any kind of vaccine should be taken. Am I right, sir? Absolutely.
1: Vaccination is mandatory. We should disregard the smaller incidence of side effects because the higher incidence of getting bad infection is much worse than the side effects.
0: Right. So, yes, there has been a few. One of the effects would be mentioned would be that, yes, there have been a few episodes and government has told Zenka to write down that there could be some complication, but that is less than 1% or 0.5%. So, do not, do not read too much into those incidents. Go ahead and get vaccinated. Whichever vaccine available to you is your main source. Possibly science might change and we might Get you another vaccine very soon because there are quite a few other companies working on vaccines too. Am I right, Tushar? And we might give you a booster for the uh... parallel…
1: I'll just clarify this a little bit more. The side effect that you have been talking about is called venous thrombosis. Thrombosis is clotting in the veins. This is the side effect noticed. And there is now considered to be a causal relationship, meaning that the vaccine does seem to cause rarely, this is not 1.5%, it's much, much less. It's few in a million cases of vaccinated people that you get this venous thrombosis. And uh, this venous thrombosis especially has been noticed in the young, which is why the UK uh, authorities have asked the young people below 30, where they vaccinate below 30 people, to uh, look for an alternative vaccine rather than COVID shield. So that is, that is a, we, of course, have, do not have yet below 45 vaccination programs. So uh, in our country, we we have seen, personally, we have seen a few cases of thrombosis. And uh, luckily, non-lethal, when they don't cause death. But at the same time, they cause some harm. I would still stress that this side effect should not be a deterrent, should not be a deterrent in taking the vaccine. For me, the greater problem with taking a vaccine is going to a crowded vaccination center. So when you do go to a vaccination center, make sure that you wear double masks, you wear gloves, you carry a sanitizer. You must vaccinate, but if you don't take this care, you're going to get the infection from the vaccination crowd. So you must take care, that is your responsibility. And uh, the, this, this double mutant, is a double mask mutant. Remember that, double mutant, double mask. Two masks, if you are not fully vaccinated, are mandatory now when you step out of the house.
0: Very important important point, Tushar, that you mentioned because there are quite a few cases wherein they took the vaccine and within next 48-72 hours, they tested positive for Corona. So, so, was it that they had the virus?
1: Yeah, I'll just clarify that. Some people then start thinking the vaccine gave them Corona. No, the crowd gave them Corona. The vaccine cannot cause Corona. The vaccine will never cause Corona. So please take the vaccine, but avoid getting infected by taking precautions.
0: So what you're saying is, and what I understand is that like the polio vaccine was the live attenuated Salk Sabine vaccine or something. This none of these vaccines have any live virus as a constituent, it can never ever give you corona. Am uh, I right? Yes. Is that correct? You would like to reiterate that? Yeah, so very important, uh, friend. That to understand, but go ahead, Tushar. Tushar go none ahead.
1: Of, none of the vaccines that are there in the whole world for COVID can cause by themselves corona, so that is very important to know.
0: Right. Because there is no component of the coronavirus in any of these vaccines, either live or dead. It is just the spike protein. Right. So that's very important. Take care when you're going for your vaccination and don't let your... You know, once you take your vaccine, people feel that, you know, I'm now immune against everything. Like having six or hundred commandos around you, there can be no bomb threat. You know, people feel that. But by the time your immunity picks up, it will be three to six weeks. So from next day onwards, you are not immune to getting Corona. Be careful. You need your vaccine. You need time for the body to develop antibodies. And the second dose is for your booster part. And some people may not make antibodies. So despite you having taken vaccines, as Dr. Tushar said, continue wearing double mask. Be very vigilant. Discard your mask regularly. Tushar, that's a very important point. If it's a cloth mask, how often should it be washed? If it is a regular surgical mask, how often should it be discarded?
1: Well, technically we say eight hours of use is what uh, we tell our hospital doctors, for example. Eight hours of use and you should change your mask. That is the minimum that you should do. So since people go out to the market for about half an hour, to the bank for about half an hour, then it's not a single use mask. Even the disposable mask should not be a single use mask. They should probably calculate the number of hours and keep on checking the cleanliness of the mask. The cloth mask, the paradox is that it should be washed, but washing the cloth mask too often makes it more porous. So you can take care of that. Do not hard wash it, maybe hand wash it and lightly. Uh, But most important thing is the N95 mask. You must buy N95 good N95 masks and there are so many bad N95 masks in the market that N95 has to be a branded good mask the best brand is 3M expensive I would say Venus and Magnum are the two other good brands that I would strongly recommend I don't mind saying brand names here because these are important things you must not take an unbranded or a cheap mask Because they say N95, it is not N95. There
0: is no financial interest in this for anybody. But a very important point which is mentioning that which of these good companies, multinationals which are giving and which have been certified as a real N95, some of those thin masks, once you compare two masks, a real N95 3M or a Venus mask and you compare other mask which is so-called N95, you will make out that there are no five layers. Now what is N95 actually? You know, the virus particle could be around 0. 0.6 microns or something. So what we use in the operation theaters HEPA filters and all that is where it gets from bacteria, various sizes from millimeters to microns, 100 microns, 50 microns, 10 microns. So this would not allow anything less than 5 microns get into the pore. Very important point. And this is what you want to filter out. Also, you have a lot of these companies which have very nice HEPA filters to be put up in your room. These are room cleansers and they are available in the market. If your room is closed and you have a meeting in the room, these are things which are used in the operation theater also with HEPA filters. All aircrafts are equipped with HEPA filters which is very important to note and that's why flying is not very dangerous. If you have taken care, you have your double mask and you are not eating together with the rest of the crowd, Because everybody is with a phenomenal mask, but the moment food is served, everybody is without a mask simultaneously. So, protect yourself while flying at that point of time. An N95 is the idea of a HEPA filter with multiple filters of smaller, smaller microns to protect each of these phases for you. And don't touch the outside of the mask and then touch your nose because you will feel itchy. The more you are uncomfortable in breathing, the better the mask is. Cover your nose. Try not to stay in a closed room. Try and vent, even if your air conditioning is open, like in our hospitals, what we do is inside the air conditioning we open, there is fresh air being circulated. And that is something very important. Would you like to add anything on this, Tushar?
1: I think I think you got everything perfect. Uh, about the flights, remember that within flights you can be careful, but you have to be more careful at the airport. Most people who come with uh, after flights and get, uh, get Covid are because of the airport crowd. So at the airport is the most important place. keep your people eat at the airport more than they eat within flights and that might be a mistake.
0: Great. Thank you so much. And this is something very important. But let's start with some basics, Tushar. I have mild fever. You know, I may get a little cough, cold, flu. Should I now suspect corona immediately? Should I? What test should I do? When should I wait? How much should I wait? Should I start suspecting? The biggest stigma today for everybody is, damn, yeah, I'm not very bad. I have a mild fever. I can take a crocid medicine and I'll be okay. If I get myself tested, then I'll be quarantined. Expand on this, Tushar. So, uh,
1: if you get any symptom like fever, sneezing, cough, body ache, weakness. First thing to do is even realize that they have fever measure the mouth temperature using either a mercury or a, or a digital thermometer. If you ha- use a mercury thermometer, use it for two minutes. Himanshu, my internet is showing unstable. Let me know if you my images are a little, uh, I'll warn you, I'll warn you. If, something if, right. if you use, use a thermometer and measure your temperature. 99 is fever. or 98.8 is not. 99 fever or any such symptom. Kindly. uh, I'm so sorry. 99 is fever. And the first thing that you do is to isolate yourself. The first step that you have to take is isolate yourself. Assume COVID. That is the most important thing. Assume any fever currently to be COVID. If I get a hundred phone calls today, every phone call is for COVID, which is proven to be COVID also. Assume it to be COVID. Do not think it might be routine viral. It might be influenza is not being seen in this season. We are not seeing as much or malaria. We are seeing COVID, COVID, and COVID. The top 10 causes of fever are COVID assume covid isolate yourself and then ask for testing the problem with testing currently as of today is that you are not getting appointments for two three days there are there is lack of manpower there is lack of testing kits because of the complete um, chaos that is occurring so assume covid and isolate yourself is the best step that you can do and don't be scared there are two kinds so, of sorry ramachandra Uh, there There are two kinds of fears, there are two kinds of scares. One is a baseless fear and one is a true or required fear. What is baseless fear? The baseless fear is COVID means I'm going to be hospitalized. That is a baseless fear. 95 plus percent of people will not be hospitalized, 95 plus. The second, the, the, uh, the correct fear that should be there and is not there is, I can go out, move with friends and be fearless. I will not get COVID. That is, uh, that, that is the fear that should be there and is not there. So one thing I must tell you in this uh, second wave is, stop allowing your youngsters and children to meet their friends. This is a very harsh statement, but stop it. Don't be foolish stop them from going out to meet friends stay in your bubble and what is your bubble your bubble is grandparent parent child that's your bubble do not move outside your bubble for a few days till till we know that we have settled down otherwise the government has no choice but to punish us by lockdown they, they deserve to punish us if we do not behave if we have to go for work if you have to do some tasks, double mask, mandatory. If you don't double mask, don't go. That you, you are being stupid. You are killing your parents and your grandparents by being careless. Can't allow that. You will feel very, very bad all your life. So don't do that. As a youngster, be responsible. Himanshu.
0: So what you are saying is, don't let the stigma, it's no longer a stigma. Earlier, you know, COVID means untouchable. Yeah. People were scared, the, the whole family deserted them and they were very very scared that they, nobody wants to have COVID. It's fine to get COVID. First, Tushar is mentioning isolate. Why isolate? First save your family members, you too will be saved because 95% plus chance that you will not go to the hospital. But first you have to save your family where you are breathing, sleeping together. Isolate yourself till your results are out. Results also one third time may be not positive. So, 67% of the time, you may be false positive, a false positive, negative report can come in one third of the cases. So, be worried. If there are symptoms, we choose always to hear what we want to hear. We choose what not to hear. We don't want to hear that. So, as Sushar said, this is not influenza season. There is no other virus. This could be COVID very likely. It could have come from any other corner. Not to be scared about this wave. We are just the way we were about a month back. This wave has brought in a new set of fear in everybody's mind it will it too shall pass pretty soon but having said that tushar is mentioning very important factor of isolating yourself getting yourself tested now comes the point tushar there was this article recently that rtpcr may be negative is hrct the best way out
1: so the basics first uh, rtpcr as you said 70% f- uh, correct result 30% false negative result in rtpcr so in the rapid antigen test, probably 50% or more false negative results. So, both tests are not foolproof. But RT-PCR, is, does, remain, RTPCR does remain the gold standard test. Now, if RT-PCR is not showing COVID, and if you have gone beyond 3-4 days of, of fever, then the CT scan should prove COVID. Almost always, the CT scan will be abnormal on the fifth day if you have COVID. So even if the rtpc is negative to prove covid you can do the ct scan but doing a ct scan too early will not be useful now this is what we are seeing in the last few days and this this is yet to be authenticated but this is the observation uh, of ours in the last few days regarding ct scan we are seeing earlier changes in the ct scan than we used to see in the first wave meaning if the in the first wave the ct scan would show abnormalities called covid pneumonia on the fifth day. Now it is probably showing at the end of 72 hours. So that is one change that we are seeing in in the current phase. But that is something that we will uh, know more about as we experience more.
0: So HRCT should be reserved unless you have some symptoms, basically monitoring your pulse oximeter and getting your oxygen level cut off less than 93, 94. So not necessary to be done on day one. Am I right, Tushar?
1: Yeah. So hypoxia, that is low oxygen, defined as that below 94, or after a six-minute test, a drop of 3% or more, that is what we call hypoxia. Hypoxia typically typically occurs in the second week of COVID infection, second week of fever. However, again, the second wave has changed that. We are seeing hypoxia earlier. We are seeing it as early as fourth or fifth day, and especially in a population between the ages of 35 and 45. Uh, Very unusual, unexpected and slightly alarming development. We are seeing low oxygen in younger people within the first week. And uh, so you have to be probably measuring your oxygen by day three itself. Uh, And every household must have a pulse oximeter. You must have a set of batteries to replace dying batteries because dying batteries are a cause of showing wrong results on the pulse oximeter keep a pulse oximeter handy and and a thermometer for mouth temperature handy the two most important pieces of equipment that can be in your household Uh, yeah so as you said pulse oximetry becomes important uh, but now um, important even earlier than before himanshu
0: yeah, so that's true, Tushar. I've had four admissions recently of people whose batteries were dying and their oxygen started falling to 88. And what you said is so very important, practical and a thorough understanding. You know, They went to the hospital and then they realized that everything was normal. So please do check, recheck your batteries, do check it on normal days also that your pulse, don't get obsessed about it. Don't do it every hour. You don't need it. But once in a way, good, do check it in good days also. And six-minute test, as Dr. Tushar is mentioning, is something very simple. Walking in your house, in your own room, despite you having corona. Even if you have symptoms of corona, you are isolated, you just walk around in your room at a brisk or a normal pace and monitor your pulse oxygen meter. After those six to eight minutes, if your oxygen concentration drops, then you know that your lungs are affected and that you're, you could be having. So then, then be careful and get your dance done. Tushan, on the same note, what about D-dimer, ferritin and all those uh, tests? Should they be done on day 1, 2 or when should they be done? Blood test.
1: The two most important blood tests in the first week are CBC, that is Complete Blood Count, and CRP, that is C-reactive protein, the two most important tests. Uh, one more test that is commonly used is d which which may or may not be very useful. The useless tests in patients who are at home and not in the hospital, are the useless and harmful tests, are IL-6 and ferritin. These are commonly done, prescribed uh, by many of us, and patients do them themselves. IL-6, normal limit is said to be seven, but it is extremely common to find IL-6 of 35, 40, 50, 60 without any any, uh, disease state. So IL-6 is a a form of panic-inducing test. Similarly, ferritin is a form of panic-inducing test where patients can get admitted because of these two readings. So please do not do IL-6. I have requested many labs to stop offering in their packages uh, IL-6 and ferritin. They have COVID packages, right? And uh, they're expensive tests, 3,000, 2,500 rupees. They're use, and I'm not saying useless. I'm saying harmful tests. Please don't do that. So CBC CRB are useful because CBC shows us a low WBC count often, and after in that low WBC count, the lymphocyte count is very important. A low lymphocyte count, low lymphocyte count below thousand, uh, indicates that the virus is significant uh, in uh, in the body. The viremia or the viral load load is significant. So uh, that CBC is that. CRP is a very very important test. CRP is uh, up to five normally in most labs. More than five usually happens in early COVID, and gradually in COVID it creeps up. However, you must remember that very high CRP in the first two, three, four days of COVID usually is uh, and it indicates that there is something else other than COVID. Or if you don't, if you have just fever and a CRP of seventy. Probably this is not COVID at all. Very high CRP early on means some other infection like malaria, dengue, typhoid, urine infection. So, very high CRP early on is actually uh, goes against COVID. That is one thing. But if in COVID, proven COVID, CRP rises rapidly, that is a sign of significant viremia or a significant hyper immune response one of the two and that should be managed quickly yeah
0: so very important point what test to be monitored because you know almost everybody has learned these tests and the whatsapp industry gives that and then when the ferritin goes up or an il-6 is different they suddenly get panicky and they start worrying don't get worried cbcsr crp to start with to see the viremia load that you have a low lymphocyte count is something what is mentioning don't try reading between the lines don't become doctors Believe me, again, at the cost of repetition, I want to say this, 95% of the chance, plus that nothing is going to happen to you. And if and most often than not, nothing will happen further also provided you picked up early and you hospitalize yourself. So, you don't need to hospitalize every patient. Now, tell me, Tushar, a very important point, which are the kind of patients who need hospitalization? Who should get hospitalized in a quarantine center?
1: Uh, quarantine center is different and hospital admission for treatment of COVID is different. So quarantine center will be for people who do not have room to isolate themselves uh, within their house. That is, of course, that we know. More importantly is who should get hospitalized for proper medical care. Now, the most single most important indication for hospitalization is low oxygen that everybody knows. Low oxygen, if you measure it correctly, and if you still have low oxygen, you have to get hospitalized. Then there are certain clinical features, meaning high-grade fever, 103 fever, for example, occurring either third day, currently it is happening even on the third day or in the later in the disease. High-grade fever, which is not uh, going for several days, is an indication for hospitalization, even if the oxygen is normal. Then fever, significant f- fever with significant weakness in patients who have comorbidities, like age of more than 60 diabetes obesity etc these patients should uh, consider hospitalization of course, talking to their doctor unnecessary hospitalization in ho- proper hospitals not in not in covid care, uh, care centers unnecessary hospitalization is to be significantly discouraged because we are very very short of beds currently we have in my hospital we have a waiting list of five patients who are desperate to get out of their house all of them are hypoxic and it is a tragedy if i have to I have to pick and choose which patient will go first it's very difficult for all of us so uh yeah i think hospitalization uh, low oxygen very weak patient very high fever three common indications of hospitalization
0: very important point that is to be mentioned don't panic there's one of those you know dirty videos going on on whatsapp i'm at Lila hospital and i can tell you that in the corridor patients are there don't panic with that These are beds which have to be overdone because there is no choice for the hospital authorities but to take care of patients because you are under supervised medical care over there. So don't think that they are being taken for granted and they are being put up in the lobby or in bathroom areas or something of that kind. That video uh, looks demeaning but what has happened is there is a huge lobby in Leelaati and beds could be kept there so that patients could be taken care of under supervision. They are not being isolated or they are not being thrown into gutters. So remember, that was something which I wanted to mention because in the last few days there was videos. Tushar, what is the ideal time for the second vaccine dose? Now that they, you know we have taken the first dose, when should I measure my antibody count or should I go with 28 days or six weeks or three months? Uh, I think I lost Tushar. Oh, sorry. Yes, Tushar. I, can you hear me? Tushar?
1: I lost you for some time but i hope i hope i'm okay now
0: yeah you're, you're back you're good, you're
1: good. okay uh, i don't know what the last thing that
0: you said there was there a question there uh, but uh, uh, what another the important point what is the timing for the second dose of the vaccine we have a small problem with his internet connection but don't worry he should be back again very soon the scenario now is That earlier, we did not have much information about the vaccine, so they had to play safe. They said a second dose as a booster, not that you don't get immunity with the first one, but you boost up your immunity. Like, you know, you have various vaccines. Polio in children is given once per month for three months. Each one of them is a booster. Same way, COVID vaccine, the second dose is a booster, doesn't mean the first is not working. Now, it has been shown that if your antibody count is good, you could be doing it after six to eight weeks. So the science as it grows, it wants to change. It is adaptable to change. It is not that they were wrong earlier on. One of the other questions which I keep getting and I'm getting it right now on my um, phone is, uh, the vaccine's R&D is very new and how come they are correct and is it correct or not? Let me give a real answer to that. Humans have faced this tragedy over years for survival. And we are the best at survival in all the species. Dinosaurs also have gone out of the picture. And if we are not capable of surviving, we'll also perish. So when it comes, push comes to show, we found the vaccine very beautifully. It's not that it has been pushed by the governments or the uh, companies are doing as a water injection which has been given and more of psychology. No. It's been a religion for the last 15 years to find vaccines to h one to HIV vaccine, to H1N1. A lot of research was done on coronaviruses a lot of homework was created and with a lot of money being pumped in let's be very clear finances matter and all these companies got humongous funding and they got an opportunity to make money also which is fair enough you know open capitalistic world so don't exp- don't think that because it's a new vaccine and r&d was pushed for just 6 months we may not uh, be getting the correct vaccine we may improvise in the future date but it's not wrong the the, the correct vaccine which is being given is absolutely right Don't misunderstand that we are being pushed into that, and do take it if you if you have to take it. So, Tushar, yeah, welcome back again, Tushar. Yeah.
1: Uh, So, one important thing before I uh, kind of log out by mistake again, one important thing is that uh, a patient of mine reminded me to tell all of us is that to take care of our comorbidities. Uh, many of the comorbidities can be controlled if not reversed. So it is very important for those who are diabetics to have their sugars very tightly under control. Just in case they get COVID, uh, diabetes can be a killer. Similarly, blood pressure patients should check the blood pressure and get it under control. Smokers must stop smoking. So a few things that you can do. People like me must lose weight. There are some things that you have to do. Otherwise, uh, otherwise you, your risk becomes so much higher.
0: I, I like Tushar always, you know, a comedian who always takes it first and he takes the joke on himself first and he takes it lightly. Tushar, we are not going to leave you. Some to It's not such a serious and alarming situation. Tushar, expand on antibodies. What is the good antibody titer? What is the safe antibody titer? And if you have antibodies, can you still get a variant and can you get uh, infection again?
1: Yeah, this is a good question because this question that I can't answer satisfactorily. Uh, as you all know that uh, COVID infection causes antibodies and uh, COVID vaccine causes antibody formation. Both happen. Uh, COVID infection causes formation of two types of antibodies. Antibodies to the nucleocapsid antigen and to the spike protein. Uh, if you know the structure of the virus, uh, let, me, let me say it is like the gada of Hanuman. You know the mace of Hanuman? Uskai Upper car top hotai, Gola car sphere hotai, sphere virus has some do. Or Uski Upper Hanumanke Gadapi typically decoration to be a spike with single spike with the top. Where coronavirus upne pass both sari spikes charo It keeps spikes all across the sphere. And you can develop antibodies to the sphere, that is the nucleocapsid antigen, and you can develop antibodies to the spikes, that is called the spike protein antibodies. So these are the two types of antibodies. The infection causes both antibodies to form. Covishield vaccine causes only the spike and the protein antibodies to form. Covaxin will cause, again, both antibodies to form. So uh, these are the two main types of antibodies that will be detected. Of course, there is there are varieties of antibodies called IgG, IgM, IgA. Let us not go there. Uh, When you have got COVID infection today, our recommendation currently has been don't take the vaccine for three months because you'll have at least three months of protection. This might change depending on what kind of uh, virulence we see even in those who have had COVID before. But so far, um, still, as of today, my recommendation is if you get COVID today, vaccination after three months. Now, if you have had COVID in the past, last year, how do you know that you have enough protection now? You do your COVID antibodies. This test is called total COVID antibodies because it is both spike protein and the nucleocapsid. And it is IgG and IgM and IgA, everything. So, total COVID antibodies, a good titer, has never been defined. Uh, people are very happy with 100 plus. Uh, 50 to 100, are, they are so, so happy. And below 50, they are a little sad. But these are all just, just subjective feelings. On We even don't know whether 25 antibody is different from 250 antibody in terms of protection. We don't know. However, uh, since people ask us, I do tell them that if your antibody titer is falling, it was six months back, 150, now it is 50, and then 10, you must take the vaccine. If in a falling titer, significantly falling titer, don't wait for the vaccine. But this this, this recommendation has uh, just a feeling of our intuition and experience rather than any scientific uh, authentication. So that is one thing. If you have taken the vaccine, the antibody to be tested after two doses of vaccine and 15 days have gone by is something called the spike protein IgG antibody. Uh, this test, again, has two types, qualitative, quantitative. You can test. We are not recommending testing for everybody. We are just saying uh, uh, the medical healthcare worker, we have been testing ourselves to get a feel of how good the vaccine is. Within our community, we have seen that some people do not develop any antibodies even after two doses of vaccine, which is to be expected because we do know that the vaccine is not 100% efficacious. The figures given are 70%, 60%, 80% for Covishield. So we do know that some people will remain unvaccinated. Some people will remain fully prone to COVID-19. Even after vaccination, but that is a fewer proportion of the vaccinated population. So that should not discourage you from vaccine. Those who develop small amount of protection after vaccination, after two doses, they probably will get away with milder COVID infection, even with the variants, even with the mutated strains. That is the current thinking. We may in uh, but but as we said the south african variant is worse than the brazilian variant which is worse than the uk variant we still don't know how the variant that is occurring in india right now uh, in maharashtra especially how that will behave in terms of those vaccinated we still don't know so we'll realize that soon but i'm 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 a little upset by the fact that those people who have been vaccinated or those who had covid in the past are getting infected again that is upsetting and that means the virus has
0: scored over us in some areas as i was mentioning earlier that the virus is smarter than us we have not followed protocols we have not been able to cope up with the smartness of the virus despite it being a single single ribonucleic acid single rna strand it's smarter than us so very important Tushar, one of the main questions everybody is asking because a lot of people have taken the first dose of vaccine and which what is the best timing for the second dose as of today with the present knowledge that we have internationally what is the best time
1: so 28 days no question about that even if the manufacturers tell you otherwise 3 months or whatever 28 days period the only reason not to take 28 uh, vaccine on the 28th day will be if you do not want to take it because of some occasion like an exam tomorrow today is the 28th day you have an exam tomorrow on online maybe you will not want fever to occur after the vaccine so you will not that is the only reason if you are getting married the next day maybe you will take it after the marriage that is the only reason the only the other reason for not taking the vaccine on 28 days non availability of the vaccine at a at a covid cent- vaccination center which is happening people are being sent back uh, from vaccination centers because there is no vaccine so that is the only reason the reason why government is saying longer period or why even the Serum Institute is saying longer period might be more to its supply-demand situation, political considerations, but it is not science. The US has established 28 days as the gap for AstraZeneca vaccine in their recent trial. In the US, they did a trial with 28 days and found fairly good results. So no question, 28 days.
0: Tushar, now the competition between the companies. Covishield, Covaxin, which is better? Expand on that. You know, the, the most famous question. I know it doesn't matter, but I want an answer from you.
1: No, uh, Covaxin, unfortunately, has not yet been able to release a peer-reviewed phase 3 trial result. Peer-reviewed means phase 3 trials, which have been reviewed by unbiased scientific community. That has not happened yet. And... I do not know the reason for that delay. I frankly do not know. I have also uh, seen that Covaxin production is far lesser in quantum than the Covishield production. So maybe we just don't have enough Covaxin. In Mumbai, as of yesterday, I think there was no Covaxin available and whatever was available was Covishield. So I and they have reserved Covaxin only to, for those people who have taken the first dose of Covaxin. So they're not giving any new people Covaxin currently. So even though there are some proponents, strong proponents of Covaxin, I will take only Covaxin, not Shield, because of this thrombosis thing. Uh, I don't think Covaxin is available currently. And I'm not sure whether I would recommend Covaxin because of absence of the phase three peer reviewed trials.
0: very important point tushar you mentioned whatever is available people may not be telling you or the agencies may not tell you whatever but there is logic behind the non-availability of something despite the production facility with so many pharma companies already vying for production so there should never be a problem in the assembly line it's something else political or whatever other reason whatever you are getting do take it don't wait for the other vaccine to come chances of a side effect are minuscule and that that's something which is to be taken, so don't compare that. You know, I'll wait for the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine to come over here. Uh, Tusha, what is the role of steroids? Uh,
1: steroids are probably one of four things that help in COVID, in serious COVID. The f- most important drug for COVID is oxygen. The second most important drug is steroids. The third most important drug is blood thinners like enoxaparin injection, that is, cloxine, and the fourth, fourth important drug to me and to many countries is remdesivir. They are the four important drugs uh, in in uh, COVID. And tocilizumab is a fifth drug that has good evidence now in very, very serious cases. So these are the five drugs that we have to uh, probably know most about. Steroids are a double-edged sword. They are hugely double-edged sword. Both edges are very sharp. The sharp edge that destroys the patient and the sharp edge that destroys the virus-related problem are uh, so close to each other that the doctor has to time the steroid correctly. If the doctor fails to time the steroid correctly, that means the sword has fallen on the patient's neck and not on the virus. Timing is most important. And why? what is the importance of timing? Steroids given because uh, of fever only, early in the disease can be harmful. So, so far we have been recommending so far because the, the variant has caused many things to change. So far, what we have recommended is steroids. Number one reason to give is hypoxia. That is low oxygen. That is the number one reason. Uncommonly or very rarely should we give steroids in patients who have normal oxygen but have fever going into the second week, and the fever, which is high. So high fever, 101 plus, in the second week of COVID might become an indication for steroids. The third indication is very bad uh, CT scan, but very bad CT scans are usually associated with hypoxia, low oxygen. So, these are the two main indications, hypoxia, high fever in the second week for steroids. Now, what is the second wave? Sorry, Imanshu, you are saying something.
0: Let me just expand for the common man. Generally speaking, do not start steroids on your own. What Dr. Tushar is mentioning is that steroids fantastic. It's a AK-47. It can save lives. It has saved Mr. Bachchan like that. You know, if I have to give you a very clear answer, steroids are life saving, but used at the wrong time, they could be bad. And why is he saying they could be bad in the beginning? Because a lot of people read about steroid at the wonder drug and have started on their own. So, steroids are not good in the beginning because your immunity will go down. And in the beginning, when the viremia is happening, you want your immune system to work over speed. In fact, you are doing exactly the opposite by starting in the beginning. But the same steroid, a few days later, when your oxygen is dropping and your in inflammatory markers are very high, can be very useful. So, don't start steroids on your own. A parallel question uh, similarly on this, Tushar, is should you be starting uh, ecosporin or some kind of... Uh, Blood thinner to start with.
1: So that is another mistake that is being made all over the place. A mistake made by patients themselves also. Uh, COVID is a condition of inflammation of the veins. Veins. Not of arteries. COVID predominantly causes inflammation in the deep veins of the legs or veins of the lungs. And venous thrombosis, as we call it, is not prevented by aspirin. Aspirin prevents arterial thrombosis. So even though there will be some anecdotal cases of heart attacks or brain strokes, which are arterial events occurring due in relation to COVID, please remember COVID causes venous thrombosis. So internationally, there is no recommendation for aspirin as a preventive in COVID. What has to be given, and not in all patients, what has to be given is something to prevent venous thrombosis. And for these, the drugs are different. They are not aspirin. Not sure.
0: So, you don't have to take prophylactic ecosporin or begi ecosporin. If you are taking in the past for your heart problems, do continue, but you don't have to start as a prophylactic when you get COVID. Second question, uh, Tushar, very important question. There are some people who are hyperallergenic to even peanuts and some other allergies, keloids, scar formation. They have histories of allergies to other medications, sulfas. Can they take vaccine? Yes or no? Or should yes. they take? Must. Right. Must
1: yes. take vaccine. Only the only allergy that is a complete contraindication is an allergy that uh, causes severe anaphylactic shock. Due to some other vaccine. So, if you get low BP, very severe breathlessness, after having taken any other vaccine, then you should not take this vaccine, but otherwise, no.
0: Yeah, what he means by anaphylaxis in the medical terminology is like a penicillin reaction death. Some people have had anaphylaxis to be complex also. So don't get worried. If you see one Boston doctor right in Massachusetts, in Harvard, took an injection, but he had an EpiPen ready with him. Because he knew he could get hyper uh, prophylactic, which is why every uh, vaccine center makes you sit for half an hour over there. So that if you get any kind of a hyper allergic reaction, uh, anaphylactic reaction doesn't happen after two or three hours. It happens instantaneously. So don't run away, however boring it is. Stay on at the campus for half an hour. And if you get an anaphylactic for whatever reason, you'll be taken care of at the institution itself. Am I right, Tushar? Yeah, it is important to wait. Yes,
1: sir. definitely
0: okay and more important question that something you ask is uh quarantine period you are asymptomatic you know how difficult it is for anybody to stay in the confines of their own house for uh, for uh, five days seven days ten days a lot of youtube videos and all which i saw was after five to seven days the patient is going to stop shedding virus now your opinion that your rtpcr may be positive even after three weeks there are some patients who have been kept in the hospital because their RT-PCR, I mean, they were still apparently shedding virus. Now, I want you to tell me, it's such a delicate balance, which you have to wear When can you move out and from quarantine? Is seven days good? Now, it's a very interesting scenario. If you are at home, quarantine is 14 days. But you are in a, in a center where there is, uh, you know, any of these jumbo centers. If you are asymptomatic and everything is fine, you are released after seven days. What is the truth in the story?
1: So the science here has been, uh, has been going up and down in terms of number of days. It used to be 14 days to begin with in the past. Now we have a consensus that 10 days is the isolation period for, uh, for all, all patients. It is not just 10 days. It is 10 days or no symptoms of cough and fever for three days at least, whichever is longer. So if on the 10th day you still have some cough, it might be wiser to stay inside. That is the current scenario. Do you have to do a swab test again, the RT-PCR COVID test? No, you do not do that because for four weeks or even more, some patients get it for two, three months, you can get the dead virus. The dead virus can continue shedding, uh, uh, causing RT-PCR to be positive. So, don't retest. That is the commonest error that people do. There is anyway enough load on the RT-PCR testing systems. So, don't test again.
0: Very, very important. What you are saying is that very, don't have to test again. Don't get fixated by that. If you are asymptomatic and you are out of it, you will be out of it over a period of time. And the most important is the amount of time that you spend. With regards to travel to other countries, you know, life has to go on, Dushat. This virus is not going to die. It's going to be staying with us. It's sleeping with the enemy, staying with the enemy. And, you know, we are way better than being in Beirut or somewhere where there is a bomb every day. We don't even know a family member will survive tomorrow. We are way better than that. This is not doomsday. This is not like a holocaust which is happening. Bottom line, yes, we are going through a bad pandemic. Once in a lifetime episode, nothing to enjoy. But at the same time, if we are having enough precautions, we should be able to sail through it smoothly. Now tell me regards travel. Going to the US, or you know, people have children they haven't met for a year. They have to go for other things. How safe it is it to travel after your vaccine?
1: Uh, I have very rigid views on this. Don't travel. Don't travel by air. Don't travel by train. If you have to travel, travel within your nuclear family circle, with your nuclear family in a car, which you own yourself, without any external driver. Do not travel, even if you are vaccinated currently, because vaccine we know is not foolproof against the mutant, against the variant. I think, I think I'm being harsh here, but please do not travel for the next few weeks because because you are going to cause more suffering than anything else. You are going to cause suffering for your family when you come back. And if, God forbid, you test positive at the airport, when you come back, you don't know what happens. It is such a nightmare to be in a government quarantine center and, uh, you know, it's, it's something that you don't want to happen to you. Your whole whole holiday will seem like a nightmare. So you don't want nightmares
0: yes. for holidays. Yeah. So, very important. You know, we are running short of time. But at the same time, what I want to ask you is that, although what is the silver lining that you are seeing here? In You know, we said a lot of things. We, we are talking from a medical standpoint, because we get a skewed opinion of all those patients who are problematic only that we keep seeing them. And the WhatsApp industry keeps showing negative news. They are always very more, very much more popular. It doesn't show the good side of life. I'll repeat, you know, the glass is 95% full, 5% empty here, and we keep looking at that 5% and make it at 125%. So the good part of the story, not terribly bad, not something which is going to be taking your life away every time. Don't get so frightened. Yes, uh, there could be problems. Stay safe, stay healthy. What kind of diet that you would advise?
1: First of all, I'll take that question of yours of silver lining. Uh, so one silver lining, if you, can call it, if you can call it a silver lining, is that such a large widespread occurrence of uh, COVID currently, we have 10,000 plus documented cases in Mumbai, which translates to maybe 1 lakh cases, I think, uh, because at least 10 times the documented cases are, uh, are considered positive. The silver lining here can be that we may achieve herd immunity, uh, at least a localized, at least a temporary herd immunity against the mutant uh, with the help of some vaccine. So here, this is a paradoxical situation. where virus versus vaccine. Virus and vaccine are working hand in hand to go towards the goal of herd immunity. So I think that is the silver lining. Uh, at the same time, I realize Himanshu, that you are a Oh, you're an optimist. You're a born optimist. And my wife says that I'm a born pessimist. And I like to think that I'm a realist. And I see patients every day, right? I see bad patients suffering every day. Something that you don't see, many of many, my wife doesn't see. And I think uh, I think that makes my view very colored and very biased towards requesting people that sit at home, keep your butts on your chairs.
0: Vaccine for pregnant women. Your opinion we'll on that. Save. Can take
1: it? Very safe. Breastfeeding in pregnant women. Vaccine is not yet allowed in those below 45. But when it is allowed, and if there are medical workers who are pregnant, where it is allowed, please take the vaccine. Even if you are breastfeeding, take the vaccine. Don't worry. The worry about the AstraZeneca vaccine, the below thirty age is there. So, below 30, We are still not hundred percent sure, but vaccination is considered. In the US, they have approved. uh, The gynecology association has approved. Losing to Shar,
0: he'll come back again. Yeah, sorry. Can you repeat?
1: The the vaccine by the American Gynecology Society has been approved for pregnancy. I think vaccine is safe.
0: Okay. Fantastic. Uh, something very, very important and uh, people have really enjoyed that. I promise that I will get you back here again, but we have to see the lighter part of you and the little smile from the tense face of yours, you know, your, your, uh, your furrows and That's your frown that, that has to me. be going. Okay. Sorry, one, question that is, one question that I'll ask you, uh, very important question. Now that, you know, people are collecting five days, uh, Would the swab dry up? Would we still get the same result as we would in the first 8-12 hours?
1: I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know how the uh, technology works there. So, I I would reserve that for the pathologist.
0: Yes. Good, good, good. I mean, see, this is the fact of, this is the best part of modern medicine. If I don't know, I'll say I don't know. And that is very important to admit, and a lot of guts required to say that I don't know. It's perfectly fine not to know everything. We are not supposed to know everything. So to thank Trisha. This is very important instead of passing on some false information that this is useful and this is fine and this is fine. And this is how science has progressed so well, and which is why I'm so optimistic about modern medicine and human survival. Despite all odds, science has grown. You know, like I'm an I'm a surgeon, I'm an eye surgeon. What we thought in 80s was correct, in 90s was wrong. It Changed whatever I learned in my undergrad, postgrad days is nothing that I practice today. So, this is the beauty of evolving science, evidence-based medicine. What the vaccines were saying, it was not wrong in the beginning, the first two to three months. With reference to time, each time science evolved, we got evidence that this is a better way to do it, this is a better way, this was something not right, this is correct, this is not correct. But all points in time, it's no point fooling ourselves. It's evidence, it's statistics, it's a lot of information collected across the world and a lot of effort. Going into everything. Right, Tushar?
1: Absolutely. Unlearning is a very difficult task. And unlearning in COVID times has
0: to become very, very speedy. Thank you. We are watching your songs. We don't know how to tell you. Tell me about your wife. So, I
1: don't to tell you Sahir Lugdianvi is my favorite poet. And Sahir Lugdianvi's 100th birth anniversary was in March. And uh, I'm creating a series of videos for that whenever I get time. Uh, He has a very famous poem called Chakle. I'll recite a few lines from Chakle and then a poem based on Chakle uh, uh, from my side. Chakle means brothels. uh, And his poem was based on Brothels of Calcutta. And it was used, the poem was used later by Guru Dutt in his film Pyasa. And the in the poem, Challenges the, the Protectors of Self-Respect, Khudi ke Mohafizhoon ko chunoti dayt ti hai, Kavita, ki aap in brothels ko dhekkar, agar hindustan par garb kar sakou to karo. So Sahil Udjianivit saab likha tha, kooche, ye koochhe, ye Nilam ghar dilkeshi ke, ye lute hoye karwaan zindagi ke, kaha hai, kaha hai, Mohafiz khudi ke, jine naaz hai hind par, wo kaha hai, ये पुरपेच गलियां ये बदनाम बाजार ये गुमनाम राही ये सिक्कों की झनकार ये इस्मत के सौदे ये सौदों पे तकरार जिन्हें नाज़ है हिंद पर वो कहां हैं जरा मुल्क के रहबरों को बुलाओ ये ये कूचे ये गलियां ये मंजर दिखाओ जिन्हें नाज़ है हिंद पर उनको लाओ जिन्हें नाज़ है हिंद पर वो कहां हैं तो अपॉइंट बेस्ड ऑन मीटर इंस्पायर्ड सर साहेब साहब on child labour in India. There are more than one crore child labourers, aged less than 14, uh, who work still. And this poem is uh, based on that fact. <laughs> छोटी मोटी होटलों में प्लेटें हटाते सच्चे झूठे गहनों पर पॉलिश लगाते तवायफों के कोठों पे ये बेचे जाते जिन्हें नाज़ हिंदू पर वो कहां हैं पटाखे बनाकर दिवाली मनाएं पटाखे बनाकर दिवाली मनाएं सही भीख मांगने की तालीम पाएं हमारे घर के ननहों के नैनी बन जाएं जिन्हें नाज़ है कहां हैं not a very funny poem, I'm sorry, but still something from my side. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Thanks. Phenomenal memory, and I always respected that multifaceted human. Extremely well done with everything in life. Uh, and it could be medicine, it could be the stock market, it could be COVID, it could be shyries, it could be humor. Absolutely fascinating. Every time I see more and more of you, it's it's more and more encouraging. There is so much to be learned thanks to for sharing your views we'll get you back again as the episode unfolds hopefully we are not at the peak yet we are going toward the peak we should be going down the curve our better days are still and i'm yes i'm always eternally optimistic about everything because the human survival and the human race are way way better than any other genome which existed in this world so far and that little mrna is not very difficult to defeat We shall do that in due course of time. Thanks everybody for watching and sharing this important show and at an important time. Tushar, thanks for your time. I'll catch you back even for a short while again as we see and go ahead with the epidemic. Thanks very much for watching and have a wonderful uh, Sunday. Happy and stay safe. Bye. I must thank uh, Dr. Navneet for his uh, unending participation behind the scene. Navneet, if you are there, please come in front. Thanks sir my
1: pleasure. pleasure
0: yes thank you